0: Hello and welcome to Back Chat, your podcast all about scoliosis, yoga, and back care. My name is Christine Berry. I'm a yoga teacher, creator of the Yoga Berry Yoga for Scoliosis community and YouTube channel, and this show is all about supporting you on your scoliosis journey. So, if you're looking for practical advice and inspiration on how to manage the condition with yoga and movement, then you're in the right place. Hi everyone and welcome to back chat it's been a while welcome to yoga very your yoga for scoliosis community and I can't quite believe it but this is gonna be the last time I'm saying this little thing and I'm gonna don't panic I'm gonna tell you in a moment why and what is happening Um, But I can see some of you already joining here me live, which is lovely because I had a little bit of a summer break. As you know, um, some of you might know that I have moved house. So I've moved further out of London um, into a little bit more greenery. Can't see it here, but it's actually a lot quieter where I am right now, which is nice. The kids had to change schools and all of that. Um, so yes, it's been a busy summer. And now we're a little bit more settled. I'm hopefully going to have my yoga space very, very soon as well. And can hopefully start recording some new YouTube videos as well very soon. Because a lot of you have been asking, can you um, do this video? Can you do an S curve video? Can you do a left the record curve video? So keep your requests coming. I am not ignoring you. I'm making a note of them. And then I'm kind of going to get on to filming, obviously, as well. Um, yes. So, so come and say hello if you're here. Um, if you have any burning questions, I will answer them. Of course, I will try to answer them. I have a few questions when I came in on the on the Facebook page and came through messages as well um, that I do want to acknowledge but um before i kind of go into them i'm not going to leave you hanging there if you if you're here for the big announcement and you just want to you're just like come on christine just tell me and then i can get on with my life so i am currently um training to be a pilates instructor with the APPI um which is the Australian Physiotherapy and Pilates Institute. And they are a fabulous group of uh, physiotherapists who are training me to be, a, to be a Pilates teacher. It's very anatomy heavy. So there's a lot of studying going on. And I probably I have to do like an hour of anatomy every day. Um, there's a lot of practice teaching and, and taking classes and all of that. So I am, yes, I'm really, really, really enjoying it hi everyone laura is here laura is saying hello she's just been to my drop in to my class my wednesday class which is for the shine members but you can also drop in if anyone hasn't been to it yet and wants to kind of experience a class with me feel free to join us um, and yes, Laura is saying it had some Pilates ingredients. Yes, and you know, those of you who you know me, you know I like to mix things up a little bit. I do not like teaching the same thing over and over again. Um, and I think variety is important, I think a movement uh, variety is important, j- important just as it is for your diet, right? You're not gonna eat the same thing every single day, even though you know, you know, whatever. Salad and apples are good for you. You're not going to just eat salad and apples every single day and for the rest of your life. So that is the same, in my opinion, for your movement practice. So I like changing it up. and I think it's very important, especially with scoliosis. Liz is here. She's saying hello um, from Yorkshire. Thank you so much for taking the time. And then we've got um, Rakda from Egypt as well. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Really nice to have you here. So if you have got anything that you want to ask me, feel free, put it in the chat box. So, back to my little announcement. So I'm I'm training as a Pilates instructor. I still love yoga. I'm not moving away from the yoga at all whatsoever. It's still I still love it. I haven't fallen out of love with it at all whatsoever. But I did feel um Pilates has got a lot to offer for scoliosis and whenever I was working with my one-to-one clients and um, my clients on on zoom and in person as well a lot of the big elements I found was the very very specific core strengthening that was missing and if you think about it those of you if anyone has been wearing a brace when they were uh, when they were a teenager right what does this brace do it gives you support for your lower body, kind of keeps you in place um, to support your structure, and this is exactly what we're doing in Pilates with with the core strengthening. So again, there's a lot that, firstly, yoga has and is important. And again, I, I do think um, you know this. The relaxation part is a big, big part that is very, very important for our nervous system and directly linked to back pain as well i'm not moving away from it but the pilates is a, is is going to be a much bigger element in this community which i'm renaming basically so i'm dropping the yoga berry <laughs> even though i loved it because it was linked to my surname of course um Jaregi berry um but i'm going to call it move with scoliosis so when you now hear move with scoliosis this is the formerly yoga berry brand i'm just doing a little bit of a rebranding everything stays the same so you'll still find the the youtube channel um hopefully after i've renamed it tomorrow um you would still find all my videos you will still the shine community all of that stays exactly the same um you would still find my website you would just be redirected basically to the new place called move with scoliosis um because this is what it is that what we're doing here is is obviously moving with scoliosis so that's why i decided to change it and and give it a little give me a little bit more freedom in a way to offer some some different names uh, to offer some different um, types of exercises maybe it doesn't all have to be you know your triangle and your warrior one and your warrior two um, we can bring in a load of variety of of movements obviously from different modalities so again pilates has got a lot to offer and if anyone else has got um maybe some other you know type of exercise, you know I talk about Shroth all the time. Um, so I do like to bring in what I've learned there as well. I, I'm not teaching the Schroth therapy, not at all, not so not whatsoever, But there are things that I have learned in there that I can bring into my movement practice. Good, nice. So um Liz is saying that sounds really interesting. I do some Pilates taught by Physio from appi The class isn't scoliosis specific, though. So come to me, Liz. Come to me. <laughs> so I don't know yet if I will be offering um who knows, maybe they let me on their platform, right? On the APPI TV. If they do, great. Then I'll record some um Pilates uh some scoliosis specific videos obviously for them as well um but yes they are great and they have a lot to offer and um i don't do everything so i was just we were going we've got our we had our second weekend right now and there were things where i was thinking oh i'm going to bring this into my class and then there's things where i'm like oh i'm not going to bring this into my class because i don't think that's um appropriate for people with scoliosis so we kind of look at the things and then we make a we make a decision right good Rakta is saying she loves the name lovely savali is saying hello (laughs) good so this is this is the, the 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 big announcement and maybe this is bigger for me than it is for you um but for me this is kind of a big step because um Yes, I've been teaching as Yoga Berry for over seven years. And again, it's part, it's linked to my surname, linked to my family in a way. So um yes, kind of making that me feels quite grown up. That's that's what I say about that's what I would say about this. But it's all good, it's all positive, and I am hoping that you will all benefit from this as well, that I'm kind of opening it up. And I know most of you who follow me, um, you are all open to new things, and you're you're open to variety um, and not kind of getting stuck with with one single thing. Okay, I'm just looking down to look for my questions. So there were a few that came in on the on the Facebook group that I just wanted to address. Um, But quite interesting, somebody was asking um, about, sorry, I was just looking for the question about the pictorial muscles. Give me a second, because it disappeared. Oh, there we go. So Kathy was asking, anyone have exercises or stretches that help with pictorial pectoral muscles. My high shoulder is pulling and inflaming my pectoral muscles. Thanks. So she got a uh, she got a few answers already in the in the yoga for scoliosis community, which you are welcome to join. I'm not going to change the name yoga for scoliosis community. Um I'm just going to say you know have a have the logo or something somewhere that so that people know that this is my group that i set up and it, it's now called move with scoliosis but i'd still call it a yoga group because that's why people joined originally obviously uh thank you so much sunita sunita is saying you have all our support oh that means that means a lot to me i kind of i did hesitate for a little bit because i thought oh what if people just they don't like it and then they you know forget about me but I'm glad you're all here. Okay, so pectoral muscles, can anyone relate to this? Um, So Kathy is saying that the high shoulder, which I would imagine is her um, probably um, thoracic convex side, I'm just taking a guess, I don't know Kathy at all, I haven't seen her x-ray or anything, but that's what I'm imagining is hiked up. And it, it seems to be rolling forwards. So those muscles here, the pectoral pectoral muscles here at the front, they are basically uh, causing her issues. So she is saying, pulling and inflamed. I'm wondering if it's it's maybe tightness that she is experiencing. I don't have kind of more information, but this is what I'm kind of, what I'm seeing right now is that maybe they are kind of uh, short short and tight so what i would say to this and um we can we can we can do this here in sitting actually it's it's just a very simple exercise that you can start with so basically all those muscles here at the front and and at the back they are helping you with shoulder movements and the the movements of the shoulder blades right so if you can imagine them as two plates onto on on your back they now when you lift your arm your shoulder blades should be moving up right if you move your arm kind of forwards they will move out to the side so whatever you are doing with your arm I'm doing lots of things right now for those of you are listening to this um, your shoulder blades should be moving along now if one muscle group in this whole kind of section is taking over then the shoulder blade cannot move properly right so it might be stuck in one position this is also when you get those when you get the shoulder blade sticking out right the winging shoulder blade so again Kathy maybe this is this is part of it as well so it's really important to um rehab (laughs) which basically just means re-educate the muscles to be able to make all those movements with the shoulder blades so rather than having especially if you if you if you're saying it's causing you pain and stuff i kind of don't like stretching for that i would like more gentle movements for this so a very simple movement could be just you know taking the arms and then rolling them in and rolling them out So letting them roll in and then letting them roll out. And I'm doing it with both sides because even though you are interested maybe in your right side, the right side can learn from the left side, if that makes sense. Because your brain will understand, ah, this is how it should feel. And this actually feels really good. So we're going to try and copy this on the other side. So this is why I do like sometimes not all the time, but depending if it's appropriate to work with both sides at the same time. And yes, they will feel different, um, but the more tricky side can learn from the other side. So this is a very simple movement. You can then go into opposite direction. Some of you might've seen my Instagram reel that I did about this this week. And this is really, this is really nice. You could do a movement. So imagine um, I'm on all four, so my hands are on the floor. And I'm pushing the hands away from me, and then I'm drawing the shoulder blades onto the back. So I'm pushing away, and then I'm drawing in towards the back. So these all these movements help the shoulder blade to find the correct position, the the right position. So and that's how that's why I would start rather than with the stretching. If you do want a little bit more stretching you could you could try this so bringing the arm at a right angle and you could use kind of a door frame or or anything like this but just don't overdo it just just be very very gentle with it and then you know having a little stretch here or you could kind of do this against against the wall as well to so just get a little bit more opening and stretch at the front good lovely Colleen is saying hi all we'll be having surgery in the next few months it will be number four thank you thank you all for being there nice to have a community who understands and thank you for the yoga it has helped enormously uh thank you so much for sharing Colleen and yes that's that's what it is here for it's not just um you know me answering questions but Especially in the Facebook community, we, we offer each other support. So if you're just having a bad day and you just want to share it, it's there. And that's exactly what we do uh, in the Shine community. So one of our Shine members had some um, difficult news to share. So we, you know, we offer we offer support, obviously, as well. Um, so I'm hoping it all goes well with your surgery. Oh, dear. Surgery number four. Um, so yes, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that the, that some of the, the yoga and the breathing will, will help you hopefully with some of this and will help you with the recovery as well. Good. Laura is asking, what do you think about starting doing some exercises, including two kilogram dumbbells in order to strengthen even more the core arms and shoulders? Yes, I'm all for it, Laura. Um, I'm all for it. And, you know, Beth Terranova, she is my go-to resource for anything like this, for working with weights, because that's not my uh, expertise. However, again, in Pilates, we do um, work with some light equipment as well. So we might we might well bring some light weights um, into the practice as well. But especially as we get older, That bit of resistance or or working with resistance bands and things like this Um, for bone density, strength is super, super important. And actually, if I I may share this, which was actually the reason why it took me down the Pilates route in the first place. During it was probably during lockdown number one. (laughs) Um, when we were all stuck at home and I was uh, teaching a lot on online, um, I was sitting a lot cross-legged. Um, so imagine me sitting cross-legged on the floor. I'm now actually sitting on a chair, but I was sitting cross-legged on the floor like this, looking at my screen, screen. And then in between I was doing um yoga movements which were all most of them were all kind of uh the typical you know your downward dog um some forward bends even though they weren't like extreme poses or anything triangle pose um lots of these but they were all kind of stretching hamstrings and stretching the glutes area and what i didn't do was anything to strengthen that now we were only allowed to go for one walk obviously a day during that time um I didn't do any like running cardio or anything like that and during that time I actually got a lot of problems with my hamstring attachment so just right underneath the bum and it was really really painful um and I went to, to see a, a well, I didn't want go to see a physio because we weren't allowed, but we did a zoom session and she gave me some exercises to, you know, strengthen this whole area up. And this, it kind of got me thinking, oh, yoga is maybe not enough, right? I need to <laughs> add some other things in. And um, this is when I kind of started to kind of go down the, okay, right. We're going to do, we need to add some strengthening. I got myself The magic circle, the Pilates ring, um, some resistance bands and and started to strengthen up um, a lot more during the core um, in the core, because at the end of the day, we want our exercise to be a balance to whatever else we're doing at the time. So it's not just I would would have stopped to teach my yoga classes or just to sit cross legged. I just needed something to support that. And that's where this came from. Kalina is saying she'll be joining Shine soon. We would love to see you in there. Um, absolutely. Good. So Savali is asking, is taking too much x-ray harmful to the body? Can you explain, please? So just disclaimer, I know most of you know this. I am not a doctor, right? Um, X-rays, as far as I know, yes, they can be harmful, right? So they are um it's radiation, right? So it's not recommended to have lots and lots of x-rays, um, especially kind of those full full-body x-rays. Um it's just not great. So for scol- scoliosis assessments, you know, they say, I don't know, if you if if you need it, go every five years or, or something like that. But very often you don't even if if there's if things are not changing you don't need to have an x-ray all the time right um you can do the adams forward bend assessment if you go to a um, physio or a scoliosis specialist they can do it with the scoliometer to measure the rotation um there's the eos machine that not not all the hospitals have got but some hospitals have those so that's a um i think it just uses less radiation i'm not quite sure about the specifics but i know for example the sos clinic in london um, they have a machine that doesn't use any radiation but they can still measure your your curve and everything so there are other ways um, but yes is the short answer i wouldn't have lots of x-rays all the time good i'm i'm hoping that that uh, kind of answers your question now the other question i had this week that came up, and maybe those of you are here if if you have time to let us know, was about what are the most what's the most kind of common curve because some people think like oh my curve is actually going to the right is that is that normal so what are the most common curves and maybe those of you are here you can you can let us know so I have a um, major left lumbar with a compensating right thoracic curve. So that is my curve pattern. I have asked this question in the Facebook group and I got, I think, 157, no, 175 answers. I still need to go through all of them. But I can say that probably about 80% of the people in there have a right thoracic left lumbar curve. Isn't that interesting, right? Uh, I don't think there is a clear reason why um, why it goes. Some people say it's when you when you grow and and it develops the the um, basically the heart is slightly over to the left, so the spine kind of develops more over on the on the right side to avoid the heart. That's one of the reasons I heard. Some people say um, because it, scoliosis develops with a rotation and there's just an inbuilt rotation which develops first, and then it goes over to the side and it just tends to go over to the right um i don't think there is a clear answer to this but that seems to be the most common curve pattern so laura is saying she's got the same right thoracic left lumbar so for most people now i'm i'm saying this and then people are like, oh, but my curve is a left thoracic, right lumbar. And we have a few shine members. You have got uh, the, the, the other way around. Um, it's just a more typical for scoliosis that develops in adolescence. So this is very, very important because scoliosis that develops as an adult is very, very different. And that tends to be more in the lumbar spine and it can either go to the right or it can go to the left so there's no kind of specific direction that that it tends to be so it it can be on on any side then we've got obviously the thoracolumbar curves in my experience and that might just be um I don't know. That might be by by accident. I don't know why this is happening, but most people that I know have got the curves to the left. I don't know why. It just tends to be, tends to be that. Okay. So, Colleen saying I have an S. I think or was now seems to be a left lumbar curve. Yeah, and they can change. Absolutely, they can change. So, some people. Um, start off with one curve, and then they develop a second curve. And then, you know, they come to me and they're like, Oh, actually, my you know, my, I developed, I have got another, I've got two curves now. And then I usually say, well, that's great. um, Because your body is very, very clever. And one curve was just making it really, really imbalanced. And it didn't work that way. And Maybe your movement wasn't working so well. Maybe your posture wasn't working so well. And you wouldn't walk around, you know, like, like a like a leaning tower of Pisa. So it gave you a second curve to compensate overall um, to make sure that overall you're, you're balanced. Not a bad thing at all. Good. Barbara is saying right, Sarah Columba. So there's me saying and they usually go to the left. Of course, they can go in any direction, obviously. Good. That's it. So yes, so scoliosis curves are a little bit. It's very, very difficult to predict um, what exactly they're doing. But we can very much, there are some common patterns. And there's things that always come up and we always look at how the the body basically adjusts and how the muscles adjust to it because again with our movement practice if it's yoga if it's pilates if it's uh, strength training whatever it is um, we cannot change the bones we can change the soft tissues or the muscles um, and the connective tissue but we cannot change the structure of the bones Okay, Kalina saying, is it normal to have one leg longer than the other? So this is another one, which always is very, very tricky. Um, You can either have a true leg length difference, where actually one leg is longer than the other. Or it just seems like one leg is longer than the other, because of the rotation of the pelvis, right? So if you imagine you have this rotation in the pelvis with the scoliosis it then just causes a whole uh, chain reaction of, of things being slightly twisted or turned and that can make it look like one leg is shorter than the other so I have had many chiropractor osteopath treatments where they were like in the beginning they were like oh your leg is shorter than the other one and then they did some manipulation they were like oh Actually, now it's not anymore. So the only way to find out is if if you have an x-ray. So, yes, it's very normal for that to come up with scoliosis. Um, But it doesn't mean that the leg is actually longer or shorter. It could be, but it might not be. Good. Lovely. So. These are the big news (laughs) for this week. There won't be any yoga berry anymore um, or just for my general classes, not scoliosis related. Um, Otherwise, I'm going to be saying it's the move with scoliosis community. And we still love yoga. We love all movement. Um, We love all exercise, maybe some more than others. There is still a very big mindfulness. Um, I'm not going to drop shavasana. I'm sorry. Uh, all of that is still say, staying, but it just won't be called yoga berry anymore. So if you're looking for me now, tomorrow, and you can't find me, don't panic. Um, I'm probably busy like changing things in the in the background. Um, I'm hoping that everything will be running smoothly by Friday, the latest. Um, but yeah, so the new website will be movewithscoliosis.com. Again, even if you land on yogaberry, it should then take you to the new place. So I'm keeping it. This is my, my resolution um for the future. <laughs> One of them is to keep the back chats a little bit shorter. Um, to make sure we all get the most out of them and not making them too long so I'm gonna leave it there for today thank you so much for those of you who are here live Um, if you still have questions um, Andrea is asking about what what therapies do I recommend I recommend all of them to be honest I I think it's more about the person rather than what exact therapy it is. Make sure they know about scoliosis. And um, sometimes you just have to try a few, a few different things. I love my osteopath um, who is not far (laughs) from, from me. Well, a little bit further now that I moved, but I love his treatments and that's where I go. So, but I'm not saying that anything else like um, myofascial release sounds divine. I would, Definitely try that. Um, cranial sacral therapy, also amazing but very different experience. Um, I think they're all helpful. Good, lovely. Thank you so much everyone and thank you so much for supporting me. Um, I promise there will be lots of there will be more content. Um, all my Shine members, obviously, you come first and you're well supported. And then um obviously hoping to get some more things out on YouTube as well. Good. Lovely. Thank you so much, everyone. And I'll see you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would be super grateful if, if you could leave me a five star rating and review, which will help me to create lots more amazing content. If you have any questions or suggestions, reach out to me on Instagram at yogaberry.scoliosis or visit my website at www.yogaberry.net.